0: I offer my respectful obeisances to His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, and to all the previous acharyas, and to all the devotees who have joined us today, because you are Vaishnavas and therefore the most worshipable in the three worlds. Hare Krishna. Om namo bhagavate vāsudevāya. Om namo bhagavate vāsudevāya. Om namo bhagavate vāsudevāya. We're reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 14, Ideal Family Life. And we're at text number, starting up at text number 1. Uh, Sri Yudhishir He's having a conversation with Narda Muni. And Narda Muni is explaining uh, the ways to live here in this world so that one can be balanced enough to practice spiritual life. He describes Varnashrama. And here he's describing, is Narda, the Grahasta Ashrama. She Yudhisthiruvacha Grahasta etam Pandavim jasa madrisho so yudhishthira king yudhishthira shri yudhishthira avacha king yudhishthira said grahasta grahasta a person living with his family etam this the process mentioned in the previous chapter Previous chapter is known as the behavior of a perfect person. Padavim, position of liberation. Vidinah, according to the instructions of Vedic scripture. Yena, by which cha also, anyasa easily, yayat, may get. Devarashe, O great sage among the demigods. Bruhi, kindly explain. Madrasha such as me, griha mudhati, completely ignorant of the goal of life. Maharaj Yudhishthir inquired from Narada Muni, O my Lord, O great sage, kindly explain how we who are staying at home without knowledge of the goal of life may also easily attain liberation according to the instructions of the Vedas. Purport, in the previous chapters, the great sage Narada has explained how a brahmachari, a vanaprastha, and a sannyasi should act. He first explained the dealings of a brahmachari, vanaprastha, and sannyasi, because these three ashramas, or statuses of life, are extremely important for fulfillment of the goal of life. One should note that in the brahmachari ashrama, vanaprastha ashrama, and sannyasa ashrama, there is no scope for sex life, whereas sex is allowed in grahasta life under regulations. Narda Muni, therefore, first described Brahmacharya, Vanaprastha, and Sannyas because he wanted to stress that sex is not at all necessary, although one who absolutely requires it is allowed to enter the grahasta life or household life, which is also regulated by the Shastras and Guru. Yudhishthir Maharaj could understand all this. Therefore, as a grahasta, he presented himself as Grihamudadi, one who is completely ignorant of the goal of life. A person who remains a householder in family life is certainly ignorant of life's goal. He is not very much advanced in intelligence. As soon as possible, one should give up his so called comfortable life at home and prepare to undergo austerity or tapasya. Tapo deviam According to the instructions given by Rishabhadeva to his sons, We should not create a so-called comfortable situation, but must prepare to undergo austerity. This is how a human being should actually live to fulfill uh, life's ultimate goal. Nāyam dehu deho bhajram nriloke kashtan kam avarhate vidbhujam ye tapodim yambhutraka yena sattvam shudyat yasmat brahma-saukyam tonantam Lord Rishabadeva, in his teachings to his 100 sons, says that dogs and hogs can get sense gratification. So humans shouldn't try for sense gratification, but instead they should take up tapasya, but not any kind of tapasya, tapo divyam, divine tapasya, so that they can get purified, should get Brahma tam, and attain the greatest happiness. That goes on forever. And here also in the word Vidina, according to the instructions of Vedic scripture, human life is meant to be regulated by scripture. There's Shastra and there's Shastra. Shastra means the Vedic literature, and Shastra means the sword or a weapon. So if we're not uh, amenable to following the Shastra, the scriptures, then we are ruled by the sword. We're punished by material nature. And therefore, one who becomes intelligent knows that I should live by certain regulations given in the Shastra. And then my life will be uh, perfect. So this is the question that Maharaj Yudhishthir is asking to Narada Muni. And in asking the question, he presents himself as being ignorant. He, he claims that I don't know anything about this, and therefore um, sets the example for the way in which one should approach one's spiritual master. So, a similar way in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu presented himself before his spiritual master. He said, uh, uh, as, I'm a murka, or fool, and therefore whatever my guru tells me, I accept. In fact, his guru told him, you're a fool. And you should simply take this um, <clears throat> teaching from me, coming straight from um, the Vedic scriptures. And so Mahaprabhu showed the example, and so here is Yudhishthir, that one should approach not thinking I already know something, but with an open mind. Text number two. Shrinaru uvacha Griheshwa bastito rajan kriya kurvan yatochita Vasudevanurupan Panamshakshad Upasita Mahamunim Shri Narda Muni said Griheshu at home Avastita staying A householder generally stays home With his wife and children Rajan o okay, king Kriya activities Kurvan performing yato, Yatochita Suitable as instructed by the guru and shastra Vasudeva unto Lord Vasudev Arpanam dedicating Sakshad directly Upasita should worship Mahamunin, O great devotees, the great devotees. And the translation is Nardamuni replying to Yishir, and he says, My dear king, those who stay at home as householders must act to earn their livelihood, and instead of trying to enjoy the results of their work themselves, they should offer these results to krishna vasudev uh, okay nardamuni replied my dear king those who stay at home as householders must act to earn their livelihood and instead of trying to enjoy the results of their work themselves they should offer these results to krishna vasudev how to satisfy vasudev in this life can be perfectly understood through the association of great devotees of the lord purport, the, for, the format for Grahasta life should be dedication to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the Bhagavad Gita 6.1, it is said, anashrita karmapalam karim karmakarotya sasanyasi na niragnir na chakriya. One who is unattached to the fruits of his work and who works as he is obligated is in the renounced order of life and he is the true mystic. Not he who lights no fire and performs no work. Whether one acts as a brahmachari, grahasta, vanaprasta, or sannyasi, he must act only for the satisfaction of the Supreme Personality of God Vasudev Krishna, the son of Vasudev. This should be the principle for everyone's life. Narada Muni has already described the principles of life for a brahmachari, vanaprasta, and sannyasi, and now he is describing how a grahasta should live. The basic principles to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The science of satisfying the Supreme Lord can be learned as described here, sakshat upasita mahamunim. The word mahamunim refers to great saintly persons or devotees. Saintly dev- persons are generally known as munis, or thoughtful philosophers concerned with transcendental subject matters as mahamunim. Refers to those who have not only thoroughly studied the goal of life, but who are actually engaged in satisfying the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vasudev. These persons are known as devotees. Unless one associates with devotees, one cannot learn the science of Vasudevanurupa, Anurupa, Vasudevarpana, or <clears throat> dedicating one's life to Vasudev, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In India, the principles of this science were followed strictly. Even 50 years ago, I saw that in the villages of Bengal and the suburbs of Calcutta, people engaged in hearing Srimad Bhagavatam daily when all their activities ended, or at least in the evening before going to bed. Everyone would hear the Bhagavatam. Bhagavat classes were held in every village, and thus people had the advantage of hearing Srimad Bhagavatam which describes everything about the aim of life, liberation, or salvation. This will be clearly explained in the next verses. So, what a nice phrase, Vasudevarpanam, the the ways of offering everything to Vasudeva in one's life. Then, um, Prabhupada mentions elsewhere, it's not that when you offer everything to Vasudeva, you're, you're then bereft. And because he gives it all back. And what's more, it's all coming from him. Therefore, Sri Shapanasha says, "Tena Tena Realize you've got a quota already set aside for you. And Narada Muni in the fifth chapter of Bhagavatam, first canto, says, Tasyva prayate prayateta kovidon na yad bramatam upariada. There's a way in which by the momentum of your past karma, you're going to get certain kinds of things anyway. And what to speak of those who are Vasadeva Vasadeva who are offering everything to Krishna. Krishna says in the Gita that to such persons I carry what they lack and I preserve what they have. So One needn't be overly concerned with uh, simple maintenance, but should be concerned with Vasudeva Arpanam, how to offer what I'm getting uh, to the Supreme Personality of God. It it comes back as prasadam anyway. What's more, the kind of wealth that one develops, if given to Vasudeva, becomes an eternal credit for the soul who's the giver. Whereas if it simply uh, is eroded or it's taken away, then one doesn't get any credit. As money comes and goes, it's chanchala, lakshmi. Further, uh, the way in which to develop these qualities, it's not so easy because there's a a natural tendency to be attached. And not only attached to family members and so forth, but also to be... um, Attached to sinful activities. And so, how does one get free from these tendencies? Uh, the answer is given in this verse. Upasita mahamunin. Uh, one should um, associate with uh, great devotees of the Lord. And if you if you associate with great devotees of the Lord, the, uh, the effect of that association is that you naturally begin to follow them to emulate them and to hear what they say uh, by hearing the vibration of the great souls. For instance, Narada, when he was a child, became completely purified and he rendered a little service because he was attracted to them. And then he became a great soul. This is the root cause of devotional service, hearing from purified pure devotees and also serving them. that That's the... Uh, way in which one makes gradual process, progress in the path of devotional service. The way in which uh, one hears wonderful sound vibrations that come from the pure devotees, and by hearing those sounds, One changes one's mind about staying in the material world and starts to endeavor to go back to the spiritual world. And then step by step, by the association of those great souls, one makes progress. Devananda, Pandit, who was teaching Bhagavatam in Navadvip, was uh, actually uh, not a a devotee or a pure devotee at all. In fact, he was, from an intellectual point of view, presenting Bhagavatam. And one day when... Srivas Pandit had entered into his class to listen and was feeling so much ecstasy just from hearing the verses of the Bhagavatam that he showed symptoms of ecstasy in the class. And some of the students of Devananda unceremoniously grabbed Srivas and threw him out of the class. And Devananda didn't stop him because he didn't know any better. And later on, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu severely chastised Devananda and told him that um, he was a great offender. He didn't know anything about Bhagavatam. He had no business uh, reading Srimad Bhagavatam to speak of teaching it and so forth. And by the chastisement of Mahaprabhu and then subsequent association with um, Rikreswar Pandit, who is a pure devotee of the Lord, he became attached to Rikreswar, actually. And by association with Rakreshwar Pandit, then Devananda also became a great devotee. So we see uh, this is the, the process for advancement. Now we'll take a, a few reflections or questions from what we've read or heard so far. So um, Shredder will make it so you can unmute yourself. So just uh, unmute and then ask a question.
1: The participants, you can unmute yourself and share your reflections about
2: Hare Krishna.
0: Hare Krishna, Hansa Priya.
3: Hare Krishna. I like the point you made about the attachment to not just the family members, but to activities as well.
0: Means, uh, activities, what kind of activities, like sinful activities. Is that what she said? Hansa are you still there? Shredda, are we having technical difficulties?
3: Okay, can you hear me now?
0: Yes, I can.
3: Okay. I was just saying that attachment to sinful activities is pretty scary because it's a slippery slope. Little by little, it just creeps into something, such a big thing that by the time you realize that you know it has taken so much space in your mind, in in your day, and uh, you know the with the peep with the family, then you know somebody can at least come snaps you and wake you up.
0: but Yes, that's true. Sorry, I'm just, just pulling out a verse as you're speaking. Mm-hmm. So I was
3: just saying that uh, do you know the family. We think that only family members are the the worst attachment, but actually. Is you know much more is the sinful activities that we think that they're silent, but they're pretty violent.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. This is a, a verse to verify this uh, principle about n- the the nature of sinful activities. It's in the eleventh canto, eleven five eleven. Lo yavaya misha madyaseva. Nitya hijantur nahitatra chodana vivastities teshu vivahajajna suragrahar ashu nivritir ishta. Translation is, and again, here's Narda teaching. It's, in this case, it's Narda to, to Vasudev. Um, in this material world, the conditioned soul is always inclined to sex, meat eating, and intoxication. Therefore, religious scriptures never actually encourage such activities. Although the scriptural injunctions provide for sex through sacred marriage, for meat-eating through sacrificial offerings, and for intoxication through the acceptance of ritual cups of wine, such ceremonies are meant for the ultimate purpose of renunciation. So this is uh, the... um, the teaching of Narada, it's a, a famous verse, it's quoted quite frequently. Prabhupada brings it up just to how it's the default mode in the material world. So, if you don't have a, a program that's uh, uh, meant to refine and improve yourself, then it's quite natural to degrade into sinful activities, which uh, become V karma. They actually um, entangle us more in the material world. And so, um, People need to have a program through which they can uh, elevate themselves gradually, especially uh, association with devotees and um, bhajana kriya, a series of tat ta- karma pravartana activities given by the previous acharyas that one can engage one's senses in. For instance, we may notice now when staying at home in one place that um, uh, it's important to stay regulated. For instance, if you have deities in your home, you should uh, worship the deities because you got, there's a, a natural joy that awakens in your heart when you see the deities and you go, hey, you're here. I, I can stay here. <laughs> it's no problem. If you're here, I'll be here. And uh, that they, uh, they tell us, you know, through the heart that, uh, when you're worshiping them, that hey, everything's all right. You know, just worship me, we'll take care of it. And then having a, a steady hearing and chanting program. It's very important. Uh, one devotee who is overseas and we're trying to get him back. Uh, we uh, Nirkula was on the phone for hours this morning trying to get the last flight out. And, um, you know, lots of things. And and one of his mentors uh, in India t- uh, told him because he was trying to make a decision what to do. And he, he was finding, ha- finding it hard. So one of his mentors said, did you finish your rounds? And he said, not yet. And he said, finish your rounds. <laughs> And when he finished his rounds, he said, now I know what to do. So uh, unless we finish our rounds, we won't know what to do. And unless we hear Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam every day, we we won't have um, good decision-making capabilities, and we won't feel whole. So it's very, very important to have a a steady program that we work every single day. It's important to count things so that you... um, so that you know you're making progress. Uh, Prabhupada used to say, drops a day, wear the stone away. Something that I've done for some time, and it helps me immensely, is when I'm, uh, now see, this is a series of shlokas that I'm learning for my Bhaktivedanta test. I don't know if these will all be on there, but I'm going to learn them all anyway. And um, then I put the goal on the top of the page that I'll, I'll chant this, Set of shlokas 108 times, so it'll be 108 days. And every time I I do a full set, I just write down the date. So I have it right here. And then uh, I chip away uh, a little bit at a time. And once you start getting some, uh, you know, continuum of numbers here, you start to feel like, well, I'm not giving it up because I got to make it to 108. By the time you do that, then you'll find that uh, the verses start to uh, carry you. Like people used to say in the airports all the time, it's like, I can't carry this book. And you say, don't worry, the book will carry you. So in the same way, these, uh, this investment we make in the transcendental sound every day is vital for our health. Otherwise, we'll naturally fall down into the lower modes of nature. And just working isn't enough. I mean, people go crazy if they're not working. And it's important for humans to work. They can't even maintain their physical bodies without work, says Krishna and the Bhagavad Gita. It's a kind of torture when people can't do their work. However, it's not enough. There has to be Vasudeva Arpanam. You have to be working and giving away some of what you're doing to Vasudeva. Otherwise, even the work won't make you feel happy. So this is the secret to grihasta life. You have these uh, objects of enjoyment around you, but everything has to be engaged uh, in Krishna's service somehow or other. Then we can become happy. Prabhupada told Grahastas they should give 50% of their income. But if you can't do that, at least give some portion of it to Krishna. And also those Grahastas who are going out on Sankirtan or dedicating you know, huge portions of their time to doing deity worship and so forth, they're, they're Vasudeva Arpanam. There's no doubt about it. mamcha yov nam bhakti-yogena-sevate <speaking> saguna-samatitya-itan brahma <Hebrew> bhuya Yakulpate one who constantly engages in devotional service and constantly means at least every day you do your program complete, that devotee will rise above the moas of material nature and come to the level of Brahman. And Prabhupada mentioned, I probably told you this a few times because the the point struck me um, uh, so profoundly, and that is in the ocean of material nature, uh, you don't have to be way above the ocean to not drown. You just have to be at least one inch above it. <laughs> so don't stay down in the water, whatever you do. Get above it somehow. And it's it's by hearing Bhagavatam and doing the other spiritual activities. Any other comments?
1: Paris, yes, there's a comment on Facebook.
0: Okay, let's hear it. Uh,
1: it's from um, Rana. Oh, yeah. He said, what an incredible point regarding decision-making, Gurudev. If we are regulated and work the program, then we would be able to make decisions. Thanks for the nuggets.
0: Yeah, decisions are uh, become fortified uh, and inspired by hearing from from Srimad Bhagavatam and Prophet's purports are so commonsensical. You know, what the kind of... Um, uh, you know, the tenor of, of his mood and his thinking. And you can assume that same kind of mood and tenor when you're making decisions and you'll feel much more confident. Okay, great. I'm going to continue on with the next verse. This is text three and four. bhagavato bhikṣṇam avatāra katamritam Upashanta Janavrata Satsangach Chonakai Sangam Atma majadi Majadishu vimutchen Muchamani Shu Swayam Swatnavad Utita means hearing Bhagavata of the Lord Bikshnam or actually, it's uh, abhikshnam, which means always. So, śrīnvan bhagavato bhikṣṇam, which means always hearing about the Lord. Then we have, hey, Sadhu, avatāra katamritam. I really like this phrase, avatāra really like really katamritam. Like <laughs> means the nectar. So, the avatars are mentioned throughout the Bhagavatam. Avatar Ava means uh, downward someone who comes from up to down. Avatara, they descend for our benefit. And when avatars come into the world, actually, they, they open a channel to the spiritual world. That's how we find our way back to the spiritual worlds through the avatars. So when they come to the, the, they come to this material world and they, they do their lila here. And then from that place where they did their lila, there's a channel that goes directly back to the spiritual world, just like Mayapur and Vrindavan and Puri and Tirupati. All these places where the Lord makes his avatar, then if you go there, that's the place from which you can uh, go straight back up to the spiritual world by their mercy. And so the kata, avatara katamritam, the nectar of hearing about the, uh, the, the avatars of the Lord, Shuddhana means being very faithful in hearing about the Supreme Personality. Got it. Yatakalam, according to time. Generally, a grahasta can find time in the evening or in the afternoon. Isn't that nice? Prabhupada puts his extra notes there. Upash, upashanta, completely relieved of material activities. Jana, by persons. Avrata, being surrounded. Satsangat, from such good association. Shanakai, gradually. Sangam, association. Atma, in the body. Jaya, wife. Atmaja Adishu, as well as in children. Atmaja means those who come from oneself. They're born from oneself. That's our children. Vimunchet, one should get free from the attachment for such association. Utsamanishu, being severed from him, swayam personally swapnavat like a dream, utita awakened. A grahasta must associate again and again with saintly persons, and with great respect he must hear the nectar of the activities of the supreme Lord and his incarnations, as these activities are described in Srimad Bhagavatam and other Puranas. Thus, one should gradually become detached from affection for his wife and children, exactly like a man awakening from a dream. Srila purport, the Krishna consciousness movement has been established to give grahasthas all over the world an opportunity to hear Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita specifically. The process, as described in many ways, is one of hearing and chanting everyone, especially the grahastas who are mudhadi, ignorant about the goal of life, should be given opportunities to hear about Krishna. Simply by hearing, by attending lectures in the different centers of the Krishna consciousness movement, where topics of Krishna from Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam are discussed, they will be purified of their sinful inclination for constant indulgence in se- illicit sex, meat eating, intoxication, and gambling, which have all become prominent in modern days. Thus, they can be raised to the status of light, punya kirtana, simply by joining the kirtan, Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hari, and by hearing about Krishna from Bhagavad Gita one must be purified, especially if he also takes prasad. This is all going on in the Krishna Consciousness Movement. Haribo! Join the right movement. Another specific description here is Srinvan Bhagavatam Avatara Katamritam. It is not that because one has once finished Bhagavad Gita, he should not hear it again. The word abhiksham is very important. We should hear again and again. There is no question of stopping. Even if one has read these topics many times, he should go on reading again and again because Bhagavat Kata, the words spoken by Krishna and spoken by Krishna's devotees about Krishna are amritam, nectar. The more one drinks this amritam, the more he advances in his eternal life. The human form of life is meant for liberation, but unfortunately, due to the influence of Kali Yuga, every day the grahastas are working hard like asses. Early in the morning, they rise and travel even a hundred miles away to earn bread. Especially in the Western countries, I have seen that people awaken at five o'clock to go to offices and factories to earn their livelihood. People in Calcutta and Bombay also do this every day. They work very hard in the office or factory, and again they spend three or four hours in transportation returning home. Then they retire at 10 o'clock and again rise early in the morning to go to their offices and factories. This kind of hard labor is described in the Shastras as the life of pigs and stool eaters. Nayam deho deha bhajan nirloke kashtan kamam arhate vidhujam Of all living entities who have accepted material bodies in this world, one who has been awarded this human form should not work hard day and night simply for sense gratification, which is available even for dogs and hogs that eat stool. That's an important verse. It's in the fifth canto, uh, fifth chapter, verse number one. The first instruction that Rishabhadeva gives to his sons. What? One must find some time for hearing Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita. This is Vedic culture. One should work eight hours at the most to earn his livelihood. And either in the afternoon or in the evening, a householder should associate with devotees to hear about the incarnations of Krishna and his activities and thus be gradually liberated from the clutches of Maya. However, instead of finding time to hear about Krishna, the householder's, after working hard in offices and factories, find time to go to a restaurant or a club where instead of hearing about Krishna and his activities, they are very much pleased to hear about the political activities of demons and non-devotees and to enjoy sex, wine, women, and meat-eating and, in this way, waste their time. This is not grahasta life, but demoniac life. The Krishna consciousness movement, however, with its centers all over the world, Give such fallen and condemned persons an opportunity to hear about Krishna. In a dream, we form a society of friendship and love, and when we awaken, we see that it has ceased to exist. Similarly, one's gross society, family, and love are also a dream, and this dream will be over as soon as one dies. Therefore, whether one is dreaming in a subtle way or a gross way, these dreams are all false and temporary. One's real business is to understand that one is soul, a hampermasmi, and that his activities should therefore be different. Then one can be happy. brahma bhuta Prasanatma na chati nakankshati samak bhuteshu, madbhaktim, labate param One who is transcendentally situated at once realizes the Supreme Brahman and becomes fully joyful. He never laments nor desires to have anything. He is equally disposed toward all living entities. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. That's from Bhagavad Gita, 1854. One who is engaged in devotional service can very easily be liberated from the dream of materialistic life. So again, this verse uh, mentions svayam svapnavad svapna Utita. Swapnavat, like a dream. Swapnav dream is like a dream. Utita like is awakened. So this uh away, spiritual life is like awakening from a dream. And it's uh it's not a good dream, actually. It's it's uh, extremely frustrating because like in a dream at night, we see that uh, whatever we're pursuing, uh whatever we get, it, it starts to morph into something else very quickly. And in material, in, in so-called awakened life, in this material life, things change all the time, too. People take it for granted that, uh, why are we growing old? Nobody asks. Uh, they just try to counteract it as much as possible. But it's a really strange phenomenon. And the relationships we have change. People we love, they suddenly disappear. This is a disturbing kind of dream. It's not natural at all. So one wakes up from that dream and realizes one's permanent position. In Gita, Krishna assures us that there's a world that's constitutionally different from this world. When this world is destroyed, and it's, uh, there are very different kinds of des- destructive forces in this world, uh, besides viruses, and there's a, there's a way that there's a continuous destruction going on in this material world. And then there are partial uh, um, annihilations of the, of the material world and then complete at the end. There's a cataclysmic event where wind and fire and then water, and it's, the whole thing becomes decomposed. It, it, it's um, taken back into the body of Mahavishnu and there for billions of years before we come back out again. So this is uh, not a very um, congenial environment for us. But Krishna says, Uh, There is a superior nature to this. So uh, it's not destroyed when this material world is destroyed. So one can become fascinated with that idea and... uh, uh, By the process of bhakti, one can then start to associate with that spiritual world through sound and then develop one's relationship. Even as we walk in this destructive material world, we can be aloof because we already are uh, rooted in the spiritual world. We're connected to it. And the more that we steadily maintain the process of bhakti by hearing and chanting and serving, being Vasudevarpanam, giving of ourselves in service. To Krishna and the devotees, then we naturally become uh, situated in the spiritual world. This is Tanama Rupa uh, Charitari <clears> Sukirtananam Smrit <throat> Yokramena Yoja. Tishtan Vraje. We become Tishtan. We come situated in raj, actually. As we're hearing from uh, the devotees in our line of disciplic succession, Rupa Sanatan, and all the other representatives coming down through Srila Prabhupada and the present-day devotees who have imbibed this same mood, when we hear and associate with them, then we also become established in that spiritual world, in Vraja, by that process. Now we'll take a few comments or questions about this verse. There's a lot here. Go ahead, Mukar Maharaj, I
4: really like how... um one phrase they called dreaming in a subtle way or gross way. These dreams are all false and
3: temporary. So, i writing one line every whole story of <laughs> really point is very deep. Subtle yes. way or gross way.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Did it, Thank you very much. Did anybody notice this point? Uh, Srinvan Bhagavato Bhikshnam Avatara Katamritam. Prabhupada writes, it is not that because one has once finished Bhagavad Gita, he should not hear it again. Yes, yes a is important, we should hear it again and again. There's no question of stopping, right?
2: Yes, I noticed. just
0: Yeah, you, you notice that. So that there's, a, there's no end to the Bhagavad Gita. We hear it again and again and again throughout our lives, and the more times we can complete it by having a, a regulated program of hearing, the deeper we're able to penetrate and to be able to advance in bhakti. What else?
1: Any yeah, have a few comments on uh, Facebook. Maharaj. Okay,
0: let's hear the comments on Facebook.
1: So we have uh, Dilip Bhai Patel on the on Facebook. And yes. this, um, Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's a routine right now to listen to your wonderful Krishna Katha as we now have lots of time. Thank you for giving us this
0: opportunity. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Takes two to tango.
1: Then we have Preeti Radhika Dasi, she's saying avatar descends and opens a channel for others to go back home like the dhams. No wonder when we visit dham we feel transported and it's hard to leave the dham. Also this was so wonderful that with Krishna Katha we can be in this material world but rooted in spiritual world like a lotus flower.
0: Yes that's true and um, furthermore the Bhagavatam is an avatar also. Krishna Pagate Dharmaganadi Bisaha, Dushamesha, Purar Dinodita. That just after Krishna departed for his own abode, he's the um avatari, he's the source of all the avatars. Then, then the Bhagavatam appeared. Now Bhagavatam is an avatar. It's appeared in this world, it's made its transcendental descent. Tad Tadvagvi Janataga Janatagavip. Narda confirms this in the fifth chapter of, of the, uh, the Bhagavatam, the first canto, when he says that this is not from this creation, this Bhagavatam. It's a different creation altogether. It's, it's Krishna. It's coming from the spiritual world. So it's avatar also so you can be in the storm somewhere but if you're if you're absorbed in bhagavatam and devoted to bhagavatam and worshipping bhagavatam with your body mind and words as is uh, recommended stane stita van tanuvan manobhir wherever you are wherever you are situated now on lockdown don't worry about it you have a channel right to the spiritual world through bhagavatam and what do you do stane shruti gatan tanu van manobir tanu means body van manobir with your body mind and words you worship the bhagavatam and by that means you'll actually the channel opens up and you enter into the spiritual world it lends new meaning to the phrase beam me up scotty which some of you might have heard of from the old days okay manjula kanta
2: hare
4: krishna guru Maharaj, I still remember your, your um, statement from yesterday from Srila Prabhupada's uh, Viraha, uh, Vrindavan Bhajan. Yes. Says, Eating the mind's bananas. And it just yes. stayed with me all day. <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs>
2: we
4: will eat anything the mind offers us when we're bored or we can't focus. So it's really nice. And today's, I wanted to thank you because I had a question and you answered it. Um, I was going to ask you that I understand that this material world is so painful and anyone who's come into Krishna consciousness isn't following gets a very clear understanding of that part. But we fail to get the other side, which is how wonderful the spiritual dham is. We understand what we're trying to let go of, but we don't understand what where we're trying to get. And then you read for us today that, you know, it just just stay in there, keep reading, keep reading, and it will slowly, you'll be able to connect. I really liked your your lecture today because it answered that question.
0: Oh, Thank good, you. oh good, Manjul Kamtha. Thank you very much. Yes, important. Have, yes, please go ahead.
4: I have a practical question though. Okay. That, you know, um uh, more than ever, we have family and, and, and it looks like the world is connecting much more than ever before. Like you said, you get more calls, more more contacts, and everybody wants to talk about something that's not really spiritually beneficial to you. Sometimes with a family or a person, you have to sound supportive to them, but we're just wasting time, like you said, on topics of irrelevance and, import, uh, and, and no importance. Is it okay to just distract them and get away? Or should we do our service by staying there and listening to them?
0: Okay, about <laughs> yep, one of those. Claim your time. One of the things, I, I talked to a corporate audience this morning about how to survive at home. And, and um, there were several points. I'll read them to you from the uh, talk this morning. So these are five ways you can survive at home. Uh, first is get your do not disturb sign. Because it really is powerful. I carry this with me wherever I go. and um, once you hang it up, uh, everyone starts to take your 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 time and space seriously, because uh, you claim your time; it's your thing. Uh, the second is make sure that you have a tight morning routine. Make sure it's airtight, so that there's a, because if people see you, if you're around others and they see there's gaps in your routine, they'll move right in. Uh, and so you know, so will your mind and and everyone else in the universe. And the third is to set ground rules for people in your space. So let people know this is, this is how I, I, I operate when I'm at home. I, need, I have to have my time. I'll give you the compassionate time, but I, I'm not just open for, for unlimited uh, answering questions, phone calls and things like that. The other thing is schedule some breaks into your day. So you know when the breaks are and everybody else knows when, when you're available on a break. If that's the kind of break you want to have, and the and the fifth is um, to dedicate some space uh, for your work and for your spiritual practice. Demarcate that this is this is where I work, and this is where I do my spiritual practice, and um, try to keep distractions down as much as possible. Okay.
4: Yes, Maharaj, We'll do
0: five tips, free of, free of charge.
1: Amit Goswami Prabhu also has a question.
0: Amit Goswami, we got all the heavy hitters on tonight. Okay, go ahead.
1: So um, his question is, how should one bring the potency of the dham with oneself so that same ease of doing sadhana is available when one is not in the dham? Um,
0: Well, when you're in the dham, you know, you... you, um, Try to serve the Dham, and then when you come back, you serve the Dham by um, engaging in the process of spreading the Krishna consciousness movement to the best of your ability. We're never really separated from the Dham, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, uh, you should always live in Vrindavan. Uh, but um, if you can't live there physically, you should live there within your heart. And even if you live there physically, you should live there within your heart, which means through proper association and service and hearing and chanting. You have to be properly aligned. So when you come back, then if you're properly aligned, you have some service that you're doing, you're not separate from the Dham. Uh, pra- Prabhupada used to, as he was traveling everywhere, you know, he feels separation from Vrindavan. But he was never really separated from it because, through through his uh, mood, he was actually bringing Vrindavan with him in his heart. This verse comes in the first canto of the Bhagavatam when Yudhishthir tells um, tells Vidura that uh, you are a walking place of pilgrimage. In other words, the Dam is within your heart because you've developed to that point where you have love for Krishna in your heart. And when, when that's there, wherever such a devotee goes, he or she never feels separation, well, feels separation from the dawn, but is never separated from it. And others get affected by the association of such a person. So the short answer, or shorter-ish, is to um, stay in, in, aligned with your service to Guru and Krishna and hear and chant in the association of devotees. And by that process, uh, you'll be aligned with the Dham, you'll bring it back with you. Thank you, Amit Prabhu.
1: Well, there's another comment on YouTube, and this was from a little while ago, from Richa Gupta Mataji. And oh, Richa,
0: how nice, from Pune. Yes,
1: And she's reflecting that if we cannot take austerity willingly, it'll come forcefully.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like a personal realization. <laughs> yeah, haven't we all realized? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so uh, preemptively offering oneself. It's like if you, if you take up fasting on the holy days, like you say, I'm going to fast on a It's like, uh, I'll just do it myself. Don't impose it upon me. <laughs> but when you do it preemptively, then you start to get some ecstasy because you're thinking, I'm doing this for Krishna. I'm taking a little trouble for Krishna here. And in all the aspects of our life, this tapasya becomes our real wealth and our, and our happiness. It leads to unlimited happiness. Who would have thought <laughs> by taking a little suffering upon oneself for the sake of pleasing Krishna that one would actually become happy? That's the principle of Yogyakarta anything and, else
1: uh, yes one more and this is from ridhula anumukonda from india and oh, nice. he's saying that this is reminding her and she has submitted a verse in evidence which is from shrimad bhagavatam first canto first chapter it's the verse number 19 which says that vayamtuna vitripyama uttam shloke vikrame rasa swadu swadu pade we never tire of hearing the transcendental pastimes of the Personality of Godhead, who is glorified by hymns and prayers. Those who have developed a taste for transcendental relationships with Him relish hearing of His pastimes at every moment.
0: What a nice verse, Madhula. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, uttama shloka vikrame yet shinvatam Pade this is the mood, um, someone who's advancing in devotional service. These sages at Naimasharanya, when they started hearing from Sutta Goswami, they're, they're feeling this, I don't want to stop. And this is, this, this is what it means to be absorbed. When you don't want to stop, when you can't wait to start again with your hearing and chanting, and you're feeling this, this is nectar at every minute. They're actually tasting something higher. And they all know it. Uh, That absorption is what moves us forward in Krishna consciousness. So we have to get to that uh, kind of absorption. We can't be in Niyamagraha, where we're doing the activity, but we're not getting the absorption. Then we're in torture, torture mode, which means I'm doing what, you know, I'm I'm doing this stuff, but I'm not getting anything from it. That, That won't help. So, we have to make arrangements, readjust so that we, we can actually get that absorption and, and feel, get that taste. Swadhu, swadu, pade, pade. Every step becomes sweeter and sweeter. Any other uh, uh, questions or re- reflections?
1: There is one question. Yeah, sorry.
0: Sadhu Vrindavan, Haribo. Hey, there's the man himself, Hare Krishna.
2: So, um, you said that association of devotees are important. And could I share a story regarding that?
0: We insist upon it. <laughs> uh,
2: so, there is this um, great uh, Sri Vaishnava Acharya called Jamanacharya, And he was a very great devotee. Um, so, in this kingdom, like village where he lived, there was this great scholar who um, defeated everybody he debated with. And so... Um, The scholar defeated uh, Jamanacharya's teacher. And um, so the scholar had a condition that whoever he defeats, they have to pay taxes to him. So um, he defeated everybody. And since he defeated his teacher and the teacher didn't have any money, so he couldn't pay any taxes. So Jamanacharya went to debate with the great scholar. Uh, The king said if Jamanacharya beat the scholar, he would give half of his kingdom to him. So uh, Jaimini Charya debated with the great scholar and won, um, and so he got half of the kingdom, and then he got uh, attached to the kingly affairs and forgot um, about doing devotional service. Uh, and for many years, he like um, he was um, doing his kingly affairs, and then his grandfather, he was also a very great devotee. He um, sent one of his he sent one of his disciples. Um, he sent one of his disciples to bring back jamunacharya into devotional service and uh, so um, he came as the chef uh, to the uh, chef uh, to the king and he and um, he was a very good cook so the king started spending more time with him and um, uh, uh, and uh, and uh, the disciple of uh, uh, the disciple would say, um, tell like verses from the bhagavad gita and the Srimad bhagavatam every, uh, every day and then once he t- took him into the temple of um, Lord Ranganath in uh, uh, into Lord Rangarath, Lord Ranganath, and um, when uh, when uh, 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 Chaya um, saw the deity, he uh, uh, um, he immediately he got transformed, and he uh, he got transformed, and uh, he uh, he became a devotee. He gave um, ha- half of his, I think, yeah. His, he gave um, some percent of his kingdom to the Lord Ranganath, and he made uh, he he ma- made his min- uh, he gave um, the kingdom to his ministers control, and uh, he uh, he uh, he rose to become one of the greatest Sri Vaishnava acharyas uh, today. So uh, that, that um, that's why I think uh, Sri uh, devotee association is very important in my lives, and uh, yeah.
0: That's very important. There's a um, way in which Vaishnavas go out of their way to assist others who may have uh, gone off the path of devotional service. That's one of the benefits of associating with devotees, that even if somehow or other, like Kala Krishadas was an associate, associate of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but near the end of Mahaprabhu's tour of South India, Kala Krishadas of uh, Vrindavan rather, he got uh, deviated, got captured by Bataharis and then Mahaprabhu brought him back. But when they got back to Puri, Mahaprabhu rejected him. But Nityananda Prabhu and several other devotees conspired to bring him back into service. So devotees go out of their way to help us, even when there's a, uh, um, a deviation or, or a slip from devotional service. Excellent story. Thank you, Sada Vrindavan. Hare Krishna. So I'm going to read one more verse and then uh, we'll start winding down. This is text number five. Is everyone okay?
4: Yes. Yes, Maharaj.
0: You're all right. Getting better. Okay. Super good and getting better. Outstanding but still improving. Text (laughs) number five. Yavad artam upasino dehe gehe chapandita virakto Raktavat tatra, loke ke naratam Yavat artam, as much endeavor for one's livelihood as necessary. Upasina, earning. Dehe, in the body. Gehe, in family matters. Cha, also. Pandita, one who is learned. Virakta, not at all attached. Raktavat, as if very much attached. Tatra, in this. Nri loke, human society, naratam, the human form, nyaset, one should depict. So here's a translation. While working to earn his livelihood as much as necessary to maintain body and soul together, one who is actually learned should live in human society unattached to family affairs, although externally appearing very much attached. Purport. That uh, externally appearing, so you'll notice in the word for word, raktavat, uh, as if, very much attached. <laughs> Virakta, although he's not attached at all, externally he's attached. This is the picture of ideal family life. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Ramananda Roy about the goal of life, Ramananda Roy described it in different ways according to the recommendations of the revealed scriptures. And finally, Sri Ramananda Roy explained that one may stay in his own position, whether as a brahmana, a shudra, a sannyasi, or whatever. But one must try to inquire about life's goal. brahmajignasa." This is the proper utilization of the human form of life. When one misuses the gift of the human form by unnecessarily indulging in the animal propensities of eating, sleeping, mating, and defending, and does not try to get out of the clutches of maya, which subjects one to repeated birth, death, old age, and disease, one is again punished by being forced to descend to the lower species and undergo evolution according to the laws of nature. Prakriti kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvasha. Being completely under the grip of material nature, the living entity must evolve again from the Lower species to the higher species until he at last returns to the human life and gets the chance to be freed from material clutches. A wise man, however, learns from the Shastras and Guru that we living entities are all eternal but are put into troublesome conditions because of associating with different modes under the laws of material nature. He therefore concludes that in the human form of life, He should not endeavor for unnecessary necessities, but should live a very simple life, just maintaining body and soul together. Certainly one requires some means of livelihood, and according to one's varna and ashrama, this means of livelihood is presented in the shastras. One should be satisfied with this. Therefore, instead of hankering for more and more money, a sincere devotee of the Lord, tries to invent some ways to earn his livelihood, and when he does so, Krishna helps him. Earning one's livelihood, therefore, is not a problem. The real problem is how to get free from the bondage of birth, death, old age, and um, birth, death, and old age. Attaining this freedom and not inventing unnecessary necessities is the basic principle of Vedic civilization. One should be satisfied with whatever means of life comes automatically. The modern materialistic civilization is just the opposite of the ideal civilization. Every day, the so called leaders of modern society invent something contributing to, the, to a cumbersome way of life that implicates people more and more in the cycle of birth and death, old age, and disease. I have to read one more. This is Gyataya Pitarau Putra brartara suridopare yad vadanti Yadichanti chanti chanu modeta nirmama, nirmama. Gataya relatives family members pitarao the father and mother putra children Bratara brothers surida friends apare and others yat whatever vadanti apare must mean cousins Vedanti, they suggest in regard to one's means of livelihood, yet whatever shanti they wish, cha and anumodita, he should agree near mama, but without taking them seriously. Oh, this is, you're going to love this. Are you ready? Say yes. An intelligent man in human society should make his own program of activities very simple. If there are suggestions from his friends, children, parents, brothers, or anyone else, he should externally agree, saying, yes, that is all right. But internally, he should be determined not to create a cumbersome life in which the purpose of life will not be fulfilled. Such refined instructions, right exactly where we need them, isn't it? Doesn't that address... Even, you know, what you asked earlier about this point of how to deal with people taking up your space and all that. Yes, very good, very good. Now I got to go. See you later. <laughs> okay, let's take some last, last um, reflections or questions.
1: There's a question on Facebook.
0: Okay, Facebook is coming <laughs> up pretty strong tonight. Today. Let's hear it for the Facebook devotees. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, this question is from Kamla, and this is about the Dincharya uh, lecture that you mentioned in the class today. She's saying, thank you for your class for evening. We look forward to it. This is completely new, Maharaj, to have a child with you 24 by 7 and to do the daily sadhana. It's extremely challenging. I would love to follow the five principles, but when I have a five-year-old demanding my time, how do I do I'm sure it's not just me, but many are feeling this.
0: Yeah. I went for a walk today and I saw everyone's out with their kids. And I was thinking that this is the greatest austerity possible. You know, like the mothers and, and who are taking care of the kids all day long, you're like great yogis who go to the Himalaya and sit in meditation in a kid without moving. I mean, it's, it's commensurate with that kind of austerity. So first of all, it's a temporary situation, this too shall pass. So try to make the most of it, whatever you have, and realize that actually for the children, it's, it's gonna be a memorable thing. They'll remember the time when they had 24 with their, seven with their parents, with their mothers and stuff like that. And think in terms of Seva. Don't think, um, and I don't think you do, but I'm just saying the principle is, uh, think of, um, I'm a servant. And whatever happens, I'm just serving. Um, And and the moment we start thinking, like, why can't I be comfortable? What happens to my conveniences in life and things like that? Then we become impatient and it's very difficult. So the trick is always in any circumstance and when the modes shift, the modes have shifted right now. That's what's happening. It's just shifting modes. Then you you have to take shelter of a, a transcendental mood, which is I'm a servant. And when you become pliable and you think in the terms of Seva, how can I serve? Here's another living entity that's appeared I'm serving. Then uh, you, you look at it a different way. Just think like I'm the servant of this person. And so I'm, I'm going to do everything I can. Just like if you're serving a king and serving a king, you know, called on you 24 hours and say, hey, come here, do this, do that. You just do it. Uh, devotees used to serve Prabhupada like that 24-7. So you, you take that mood of service, and you'll see it, it, it can be a, a nice adjustment. You can, it will help. Thank you very much, everybody, for your um, kind attention to the Srimad Bhagavatam. I liked how Prabhupada mentioned how those in the old days used to come together here, Bhagavatam, throughout morning and evening. That's what, that's what made them transcendental, the Vasudeva Arpanam. So you've done that so nicely. Hey Krishna 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 Marman 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 Hey Marman 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 Marman